Welcome to the Tech Today podcast, powered by CEO Raider. It's your host, John Maeda. Visit us online at techtoday.com, and be sure to check out ceorader.com, which I think you're going to see. So when we launched CEO Raider back in, kind of did a soft launch in Q1 of 2017, March of 2017, and I started to talk more about it and promote it in and around June, July 2017. And we hit a certain level of tra- uh activity in terms of people running queries on various CEOs on CEO Raider. And then we sort of plateaued. And if you kind of draw a line, we plateaued around uh, around the time that the Fed lowered rates again in 2019. And we actually saw our activity drop off, shock, shock, uh, as the stimulus packages hit because... As you're aware, uh, the world became much more macro-focused, macro-sensitized as the Fed took interest rates to zero and subsidized the fiscal spending associated with the various stimulus packages. And so there aren't a lot of public company investors doing deep due diligence work on on CEOs, which is a mistake. I think you do it in regardless of market conditions. And I'm sure we'll see activity pick up when the Fed ultimately raises rates. Um, I don't, I don't. as I've said before, you're not going to see rates go back to the days when I was a, a high-yield analyst and you had rates in the 5 to 6% range. We obviously could not afford that given the $28, 29000000000000 trillion in debt. But we could come up significantly significantly in percentage terms from where we are now, which is the floor. And we'll learn more about that on Wednesday. Not that anyone wants to hear it, because I'm convinced investors don't want to hear any bad news. And when I talk to institutional investors, particularly on the equity side, the response is, oh, we're, we're looking through it. We're looking through inflation. We're looking through the potential for the Fed to taper and interest rates to climb. It's priced in. That's what people always say when uh, there is risk to their story and they are emotionally wedded to the story or politically wedded to the story. Maybe they pitch their CIO on a particular story. And when the CIO provides pushback in the form of a question regarding to a specific risk, the person pitching the story will say, oh, that's, that's, that's priced in. That's fully priced in. Interest rates going up, that risk is not fully priced in because nobody knows exactly how far they're going to go up. Nobody knows what the the rate increase curve is going to look like. There are a whole bunch of unknowns. And so that, that, that risk is, is unknown. And furthermore, when you talk to many equity investors, they believe it's, it's transitory. As I've complained about before in this podcast. And it's because, frankly, a lot of 
institutional investors. There are some great ones out there, but they're in the minority. A lot of them don't understand economics, don't understand monetary policy. That's the t- t- that is to say nothing of the company side. We'll talk about that for another day in terms of doing due diligence on companies. But in terms of macro, a lot of folks just just don't understand monetary policy. So specifically, if you talk about the stimulus plans, you can't print the amount of money that we've printed and not have inflation. And some will provide pushback and say, well, it's the banks who do the lending at the end of the day and they expand the money supply, not the Fed. Well, yes, technically the banks do do the lending or provide the helicopter money, whether it's PPP to businesses or what have you. So let's look at use of capital. Let's look at capital allocation as it relates to the stimulus programs. And I wrote a piece about this. Because if you're going to argue that, well, it's the banks and a lot of the stimulus capital remains on the, uh, as bank reserves, hasn't been deployed yet. Well, let's look at the capital that has been deployed. So I put out a piece entitled Why We Have Inflation and just included two charts. And folks don't want to take the time when I say folks, I'm talking about institutional investors. Many don't want to take the time to have this honest discussion because it pokes a hole in their story. So the first chart in the article is a Federal Reserve chart entitled Federal Government Current Transfer Payments, Government Social Benefits to Persons. It's the helicopter money we provide as, as, as COVID relief. Checks to Americans. So anytime you transfer capital, but there's no exchange of value, meaning that we're going to give you money, but you don't have to be productive to earn that money. So the supply of money uh, in circulation increases, but productivity does not. Productivity is, is flat because we're rewarding people for being home on the couch. Or if they were already working, we're giving them more money, but there's no lift in productivity. So anytime you do that, for sure, some of that money that you're providing to people is going to find its way back into the economy. You're going to have leakage into the economy. And it's going to lift prices. No change in productivity. Money supply increases. Prices are going to increase. One source of inflation. Second chart. I wanted to keep the article simple. Also from the Fed. Entitled, Commercial and Industrial Loans, All Commercial Banks. All right, so this is the type of capital that you would think is being allocated in an efficient manner because it's being it, it, it's credit that's being extended to businesses to increase productivity. 
hire more people, invest in technology, make capital investments, so forth, to, to drive productivity. Problem is, as a result of COVID, we felt the need, we, the federal government, felt the need to parachute in and provide capital to businesses that didn't have a use for it. So we sent a bunch of money to commercial real estate owners whose tenants were going out of business. Uh, we sent money to the businesses themselves. If you think about many retail businesses, small restaurants, what I call zombie companies, companies that they're not coming back, a lot of them. Right? You know, some of the numbers that I've seen is that 25% of all restaurants went out of business permanently as a result of COVID. Many of those received checks. So we sent money, printed money, sent it through the banks to these businesses who were incapable of using it for productive means. Or they were using it to keep staff employed. Meanwhile, the restaurant was closed as a result of lockdowns and the staff's getting paid. What do you think the staff did with it? Gambled it in the stock market. Some people bought houses with this money, put additions on houses and so forth. So when we talk about inflation, yes, it's, 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 it's a function of new capital, new money that was printed and deployed into the economy for non-productive uses. So people received this capital, did not deploy it for productive uses, used it largely for speculation, and that's why we have asset bubbles across all sorts of asset classes. Metals, lumber, obviously equities, which are through the roof. And that bubble will burst who knows when. When rates start to lift, it would be a good chance. It would be a good uh, probability, rather. Uh, crypto assets and so forth. So that's sort of a conversation that nobody wants to have because it runs counter to their thesis whereby the market, their thesis being the market only goes up, doesn't matter what happens to rates. Rates can go higher. Inflation is transitory. All of these institutional investors that are drinking the Kool-Aid from the Fed and are taking Paul's word as gospel. Which dovetails with the prior podcast or a couple podcasts ago and an article that I wrote uh, last week or the week prior, I can't remember, around uh, the Fed in inflating the debt away. The Fed obviously wants inflation so that they can pay down the enormous debt service expense that we now have as a result of printing in the printing that's to come. So they want to run this inflation party as long as they can. That's the truth. Those are the facts. That's all for now. See you next time.